Uh, it's pretty warm out there, I have to tell you, and it's probably even warmer in Atlanta, Georgia, where I'm joined by Michael Graham. Michael, welcome to the party. It's a beautiful 80 degrees, George, and we're very, very happy. Well, uh, President... Well, I don't know, let me convert that into, uh, what would that be, like five stone 40 pence <laughs> is your uh, thermometer, I think, if I got that right. Uh, that's right. Listen... Good. Close enough. Uh, great news, President Trump. There's a ring to it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. It's the ring around my neck after the rope snaps, and I've uh, and I've jumped. It's uh, I, it's not going to happen. But uh, anyway, well, but I have some news for you. Um, okay, the, the thing is, I know if Trump uh, gets the nomination or gets elected or whatever, you are leaving right. America. <laughs> I have news for you. We okay. have commenced the deportation. True deportation mm. of Americans from Ireland. Really? Yes. Why, why are you deporting them? If you haven't got about a million bucks in your bank, uh, we're going to. there's a lovely lady in County Kerry, there are lovely right. uh, Americans all over Ireland who came here and fell in love with the country and made set up their homes here. We've changed the rules now. Unless you have a ah. ton of money, you can't stay, and they're going to deport them all. Well, look, if those are Ireland's rules, I believe in this notion that you should be able to have a country and have borders. And obviously that's something that the EU and Brussels completely rejects. And so that's something I support in America, which is why I would happily deport every illegal immigrant Irishman back well, to Ireland. See, that's the big problem. We're What's over problem? now. We're over now kissing uh, Obama's <laughs> backside so that our illegals can stay while we're chucking yours out. And ours aren't illegal, if I understand it. Not illegal at all. Legally, but the rules have changed, and so yeah, now you're chucking right. them out. So what? Do, seriously, is Brussels going to let you do that? I love the idea that Brussels will let you throw out the evil, wealthy Americans who've committed no crime and share your values, but they will not let you stop the uh, whack job Islamist with his "I love ISIS" uh, note card in his pocket. I love, well, I love that. Well, absolutely. You increasingly now the British are, are in the forefront of this. They are discovering that they cannot deport people convicted of crimes mm -hmm. or who are who are uh, plotting against the right. state. Uh, because there's some there's some liberal whack job. I, I love it as a phrase, actually. I've become quite happy about it. There's some liberal whack job in Brussels. Won't let them do it. However, I disagree with... with I, I wonder what your view is. You know, I okay. hate... In order of uh, a sort of uh, priority, um, I hate cyclists, but mm -hmm. they are closely followed by dogs. I particularly hate dogs on bicycles, but um, <laughs> are you a dog lover? I love dogs. They're delicious. Have no, you got uh, one? I love Have dogs. You got I have one? a dog. I, I, little Hans Blix at home, and he's a half Shih Tzu and half Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, <laughs> so I think that makes him a Cava Shits or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, but uh, I love little Hans Blix. He's a great little dog, but I also am not a dog kook, and America's overrun with dog kooks who insist on bringing their dogs when they go shopping, when they go to the restaurant, when they get on a bus. They want their dogs with them everywhere, and I'm like, no, no. Just because I like my dog doesn't mean everyone else likes my dog, and this is what the animal kooks have forgotten.
But like Hans Blex, of course, for, in a former life was the UN weapons inspector <laughs> in Iraq. Um, what what happens when Hans suddenly discovers that his grandfather, you know, was was a, a, a chaser of runaway sure. slaves in Tennessee, and he mistakes Michael Graham as a runaway slave and now, bites your ass off? Now, George, let's be honest, the kind of breeds that, that little you know Shih Tzu breeds. That's not an issue, but it is an issue with other bigger breeds. I grew up with uh, German Shepherds, had beautiful Shepherds. They were great animals. But one day, Maddie, who, uh, George, you'll have to admire my dad, Simon, who you've met before for this. He named our family dog after his mother-in-law. <laughs> so that's, so Maddie, one day, you know, she was must have been five, six, seven years old, never had a problem. One day, as a joke, this little old lady who the family, the family was visiting us, and I went, sicker, Maddie, you know, just thinking of it. And the dog jumped up and almost bit her and went to grab the dog. It's, this is the deal with dogs. And I admire your local politician who is putting up notices about the restricted breeds in one community in Ireland. You sent me that story. And I think he's completely right. Absolutely. Here are the rules. This is what we've come up with. It's a democratic system. You want to pass the pit bull ordinance and you know mandate a pit bull in every house? You go right ahead. That's why we have democracy. Now, we were... Um we were broadcasting from Boston College. We missed your dulcet tones. We were hoping to be there, although it is, of course, uh, Boston College is a campus of intellectual endeavor, which would have been difficult <laughs> for you. But while we were there, of course, we were taxiing our way around Massachusetts, courtesy of something called Uber. Yes, Uber, the one of the great inventions of my lifetime. Everybody now I seems to be using Uber. Of course they are, because it's cheaper, faster, and better than cab service. And, you know, George, I've met some wonderful cab drivers with you traveling through Ireland, and they're great people, and they're smart, and they're fun. Um, in America, we don't have that. <laughs> we, our, our cab drivers are people who are, you know, one step away from uh, robbing you, taking your money, and buying themselves a, you know, a, a drug fix. And they're slow. You wait forever. They're unreliable, and they're wildly overpriced. Nuber has changed that. Well, what is now happening is uh, Hillary Clinton and the American left are anti-Uber because Uber is completely uh, based on free market. You know, into, there's no regulator. There's no, you know, it's, you, you, there's a phone on each end and a service that connects the two of you together. And they hate that. So they're trying to regulate it. The very liberal city of Austin, Texas, a, a little blue island in a red state, said, we mandate that you have to use our background check system. You can't use your Uber background check system. And Uber, to their credit, said, as soon as that passed, they said, fine, we're out of here. And they left. And they stopped serving the market. And already the little uh, you know hipsters who are desperate to use Uber to get to their you know next rock concert are going, you've got to bring them back. i got to have my Uber. But Uber says, no, screw you. You have to choose. And this is the message, by the way, for Europe and Brussels versus Ireland. You eventually you're going to have to choose. There's either going to be this top-down, one-size-fits-all regulation that sucks, or you're going to leave people to individual liberty, individual choice, and the way they want to govern themselves. And uh, Uber has the upper hand because we all love it. Now, um, you, George, your continued failure to challenge Michael Graham's racist rhetoric is nauseating what and embarrassing. What was my racist rhetoric? So, was well, the uh, racist? Uh, it says a texter. Uh, what? Well, I, where's the racism? I don't uh, well, it. you you were racist in sending um, an Islamist back 
uh, to where he came from because he threatened uh, the sanctity of Britain. I, um, and I, I, I won't even draw that. I, I will send everybody back who's not coming legally. That's that's my everybody gets to go back. You know the fact that uh, you know uh, people who come from the heart of ISIS country uh, give you an additional motive is is interesting. But I'm not sending just them. I'm sending everybody back. Let's have rules. Let's have borders. Ireland has a country. You guys are entitled to have one. Don't let anyone tell you you're not. Yeah, and and I must say, in relation to that listener, the the thing is, there, uh, there is increasingly now an unwillingness to challenge any kind of conservative values. Like it's extraordinary. When I started listening to you all those years ago, I thought you were, you know, the the great Satan, and. <laughs> Like Richard Nixon, you've moved uh, towards the center. I have. I don't see any movement on my part, George. I will yeah. say that. But who? Do, what do I know? I've lost. Look, I've lost my party. The Republican Party has gone the European. No, it hasn't. Right. No. Yes, it has. It's gone. No, it hasn't. It's going identity politics. You know, nationalism, idiotic anti-trade. You know, uh, idiotic restrictions on on immigration. Because I'm once again, I'm never. I've never been anti-immigration. I'm only anti-illegal immigration. Trump's idiotic. We're going to ban all Muslims. Look. No doubt about it. Europe has suffered because of your idiotic no checks and balances open border policy. But the answer to that is not an idiotic, you know, uh, we're banning you based on religion in America, a nation founded on the freedom of religion. There's nothing more anti-American than Donald Trump's ban on all Muslims coming to the United States. But what's your problem with Trump? It's in, it's in incredible. No, hold on right now. He's a he's a, he's a uh, you know no, he's a European style race based no. nationalist and true small l liberals of which there are none left in Europe have no room for that. Well, we don't want to have the same. You guys have the same fights. It's the na- you know the uh, knuckle dragging nationalist versus the uh, oh, idiotic big state arrogant. No, I'm going to tell you how to live your life. Oh, hold on, like. Trump is going to get the nomination. That's a certainty now, yes? 99% sure, yes. Right, okay. That means the bulk of Republicans actually want him, right? Because that's democracy. Sorry, it doesn't work that way. He's only gotten 40% of the vote, Uh, but because of the way we set up the delegates, they're weighted to... Yeah, uh, but should the president of America only be elected on 40% of the vote? So who's worried? (laughs) Well, the last president who didn't win uh, a majority of the the votes, there were two of them. uh, Bush got 49.999, and then uh, Clinton never got 50% of the vote, ever. Correct. Never got 50% of the vote, Clinton. Now, in our party, the the way it's supposed to work is your party. It's just like the the mess you guys just went through. You know, every party, you want to have a leader that the majority of the party supports because you know you've got to pull in other parties too. So you got to at least start with the majority of your own team. Ameri- Repu- the Republican Party is going to launch with a guy that only 40, maybe 45% of his no, own party wins. No, by the time November comes, right? By the time November comes. Mm-hmm. Um, because here's it's interesting. If you're so darned upset about Donald Trump, right? You should vote for Hillary, but you no, won't. Absolutely not. Of course, you not. won't vote for Hillary no, because no. you see, because because you see Hillary, you see everything. Hillary represents everything you hate. So right. therefore, the people of America, you're going to have two pretty hateful characters standing right. for the presidency of America. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are saying, we'll say, come November, I guarantee you, they'll say we're not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. That's right. 
And then the only problem Trump has is that the African-American vote is going to go to the Democrats and the Hispanic vote is going to go right. to the Democrats and that's going and to be a problem. And the young vote is going to go Democrats and the woman vote is going to go Democrat and Trump is going to lose overwhelmingly. He's going to have one of the biggest losses in American history. Um, but you're right. We have two despicable – we have no, one despicable wrong. candidate and we have one – uh, a corrupt candidate, and they're awful. And I'm I, I hate to admit it because I love America; it's the greatest country on earth. But our electoral process has failed us in 2016. Do you and want so Do you want despicable or corrupt? Which do you want? Exactly, those are the two choices: despicable or corrupt. And what I'm, do you I, want? Which do you want? No, no I'm I'm out. America decided to leave Michael Graham out. So well, I'll you can't some- you can't come over here unless you have about a quarter of a million bucks in your bank account, <laughs> and you have a and you and you have a hundred grand a year. And uh, we're currently you like this. We're con- I'm leading the charge for no more democracy in Ireland. <laughs> I want a benevolent despot. Here's, here's here's what I would do. I would if I were one of those Americans who wanted to stay and say, "Here's my deal. I'll leave as long as you promise to replace me with somebody from the heart of ISIS country." And so we can see what you're. Tra- you can get rid of me and take you know th- that guy, and we'll see how that works out. For you. All right, glad it's uh, a nice eighty degrees in Atlanta. Lovely. It's about Lovely the same here. Talk to you next week, Michael Thanks, Graham in Atlanta every Friday at this time and as James says the Friday horror commute made bearable by the awesome delights of Graham give him a job and hook retires he's my bet for us it's Donald Trump for president and uh, Graham for the right uh, for the right hook